You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Welcome back to Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast empowering chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and the only podcast of its kind. Before I get rolling today with my very special co-host, I want to give a shout out to J-Hill Marketing and Creative Services, our sister company, and in particular, their new editing house division, Bookmark. We're having the logo designed right now, which is super exciting. Bookmark enables you to keep your copyrights as an author, allowing for professional execution of your book without sacrificing quality and all for a fraction of the cost of what traditional publishers or vanity publishers may charge you. Thank you, Jay Hill Mark, for filling a niche in the market and allowing more authors' voices to be heard. That's the most important thing is that we keep that narrative rolling. Hey, do me a favor, will you? Head on over to Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com and pick up Sick Success, the entrepreneur's prescriptions for turning pain into purpose and profit. In case you didn't know, that's my book. Then leave me a review. That would make my millennium, literally my whole entire millennium. My guest today is Holly Oxted, and she has recently emerged from the warrior trenches. Could you imagine waking up and not knowing anything that is going on? your spouse or loved one looking at you to see if you're okay, and you have no idea who they are. You don't know who you are, your name, your family, or what you do for the world. Holly had to come back from her immediate trauma, and she built her successful business, wait for it, from her freaking hospital bed. Now she feels a calling to work with people who have been through similar situations, whether we're talking about chronic illness or disability. There is a measure of control, of loss of control. And you know exactly what we're talking about because of who you are. Holly has been there too. Now she's fortunate enough with her husband to build an incredible business that is focused on helping other people step into their own empowerment. She is a heart-centered entrepreneur and co-author of the book, The Client Attraction Code, with her husband, Chad. She will rouse within you your own fire from your own journey because she is a fighter who overcame the hustle that almost killed her. Be warned, after listening to her story and soaking up her energy, that you will be overcome to overhaul your entrepreneurial life. I am so delighted to bring her to you today so that you can learn all about her magic. Please welcome my friend and my coach, Holly Oxted. Oh, Hillary, you are amazing. Thank you so much for having on, having me on here. Uh, I'm excited. I love sharing this. If it can even, I always said, you know, if my story can even touch one person and empower them to live out their life mission and their calling, it was all worth it for me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Of course, now if you may hear a train, I'm like right by a train. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Woman is unstoppable. She's on the train track. She's doing her business at the same time. No. The train Uh, is going. Let's go. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, I'm so glad you're here. And our connection has been absolute kismet because you can hear of other people that have gone through profound, life-changing, health-changing circumstances. But when you actually get a chance to talk to them, there is such a 
there is such a deep understanding and intuitiveness about each other's journey. And then that extends into the sick biz community, which is like, it's, I'm so happy you're here. Yeah. I, when I learned about your mission and what it is that you're doing, I was just blown away. Like my heart, uh, you know, because I, I was told I, I needed to go on disability. I was told that I could never do any of this stuff and that I, you know, and it was something that I couldn't accept as a truth in myself. And I knew that there was more and that I could do, you know, I didn't have to let my sickness and my stuff stop me or limit me in any kind of way. And I'm just grateful that you, you've you provided a platform and you're you're helping so many people also have that same discovery. It, it's so big. It, it is so big. And you know, and the staggering thing is like the community is getting bigger and this is a good thing, but it's also a frightening thing because it's a reflection of the toxicity in our environment and our lives and how we're living. And so I want to, I want to, um, I'm trying to think of a, like a sports thing of like over to you. I want to, <laughs> I want to bat it over to you and have you share your story of where you were in your life and how you thought you were on the right track. And then you literally just lost it. Sure. Sure. So it actually started, um, my journey has started. I've, I've had quite a road with, um, you know, being diagnosed. I was actually diagnosed with RSD or CRPS it's reflex sympathetic dystrophy or complex regional pain syndrome about seven years ago. Now, um, I have prior to that, I was actually a vice president of a marketing company. I absolutely loved what I did. I was not one of these people who like had any, like, I loved what I did. I truly, truly loved what I did. And I ended up slipping and falling and dislocating my hip and my whole life turned upside down. Um, I literally, when I say I lost everything, I, I lost everything. Um, I was in a hospital for months and uh, it developed my, my injury. It actually developed into complex regional pain syndrome. I got that diagnosis about eight months uh, later. And they told me that I may never walk again and that I may, you know, it would be a good time for me to sign up for disability and to get that whole ball rolling. Well, instead, I said, I, that is not like, I've worked so hard. Like, that is not what I, I want for my life. And, you know, not to say that disability is incredible and it's a great program for, for people and to help them uh, get through what they, what it is they're going through. I just knew for me, I needed to figure out something because um, I wasn't going to, that wasn't, that's not where I wanted to settle. And so that was started my journey of, okay, how do I build a business online? What do I do? <laughs> And uh, literally from my hospital bed, I started making videos every day and sharing my story of what I was going through and, you know, why I wanted to start a business. And I I never could have imagined where that was going to take me. So ultimately what happened is I people started seeing my videos, very successful people started seeing my videos. Um, as I was in the hospital and as I was healing, I, I started learning about funnels and systems and became obsessed with it because I knew like that was going to be the answer for me that I knew I needed to find, like figure out leverage and figure out systems so that I could really focus in on my healing and have a business that worked for me. So that's what I went off to do. I became um, like, again, when I was down and I couldn't move my body, I was watching trainings. You know, my insomnia, I couldn't sleep at night because I was in so much pain. I was watching trainings and webinars. I mean, nonstop, anytime that I could, I would just start filling my head. If I was in so much massive pain, because RSD is one of those that literally feels like your 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 body is on fire, uh, wherever your affected part is at. So it was 
in order to handle the pain, I would distract myself by learning about funnels and systems. And um, that's what I did. And as I made those videos, I got the attention of a very successful e-commerce uh, guru, I would call him by now. He's up to nine figures. almost. If he's not already, he's very close at this point. And he invited me, you know, he, he reached out to me. He said, you know, I love your story. I love your energy. I love what you're doing. Would you be interested in coming onto my team? You know, the short version of the story. And I said, well, yeah, you know, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yes. Right. And so meanwhile, I was, I, I was also doing affiliate marketing and I was learning uh, really all about the industry and the online space personally by being able to be an intern for this guy. Um, I ended up kind of building my ranks up into the company from my computer and became his whole operations manager where I start, I helped put together his funnels, his courses, made sure the project management, made sure everything got, I was the one that made sure everything got done. And through all of it, right, um, I, I some, I don't want to say somehow, I think I, I, I did it, right? I did it. I, I learned how to figure out systems. I learned how to leverage and, and became very successful in my affiliate marketing space so much that I just became obsessed with, okay, my health. What do I have to do to be my healthiest me? Because I wanted to walk again. <laughs> Dang it, I don't want to be down. <laughs> and so I dove deep into Dr. Joe Dispenza in the power of your mind and the power of healing and healing yourself. Um, I started digging into like every single thing that I could health-wise between diet um, different types of holistic modalities that I could test out because the doctors, they just wanted to shoot me up with a bunch of different medicines. I got uh, literally spinal blocks every other week. I was getting spinal blocks mm -hmm. done. Um, and it was it was just not, it just wasn't working. It was, I felt like it was making my life worse. Some of those nerve pains make you, like literally make you want to kill your, like are suicidal. And it made no yes. sense to me. I'm like, why would you give someone who's in so much pain something that makes them want to kill themselves. <laughs> like, well, it's, so, it's so true. The, the mismanagement of pain. And you also suffered seizures. I did. Right? Yep. So that was that it's in correlation with the RSD. So as I started building my business, as I started, I started going, I mean, I started, I started feeling better. I started going full force hustle and grind. I just had like a mission and I like, there was nothing that was going to stop me. So I, I did, I started, started going hard, like working 16, 18 hour days um, to shorten this up a, a little bit. You know, I, I became very successful. I got to travel a whole bunch. Um, I ended up meeting my husband. My husband's amazing. We got married uh, about a year later. We started our business. We merged our business together and we became uh, an incredible partnership. And we launched an agency doing like done for you, all the funnel work that I ever learned, I started doing for our clients. Our success, our agency grew very quickly. It became very successful. And, uh, because of all the work I was doing, because I was like, I kind of, once you get to that point, I let, I want to say my self care go, but kind of because I, I wanted to take care of my clients. So I let a lot of the stuff go and I literally started working myself to death and the RSD started flaring back up. Now RSD is a, a neurological condition where it takes your fight or flight response system times 10. Mm. So um, what ended up happening because I was working so hard and the stress of working so hard and everything that I was doing, the RSD moved up into my brain and it started manifesting out into seizures and, um, 
that became what well, it became very, very, very difficult. And um, we did our best to work through them um, without, I don't want to take up too much time. We did our best to go through them until uh, one, there was one night, my husband ended up going out for his birthday. And um, when he came back, I was in the middle of a very big seizure. It ended up lasting between 30 and 40 minutes. Oh, and I went wow. static. And when I woke up, he, you know, he's trying to put CBD in me and, you know, different pressure points and give me seat, like all of these things. He was trying to get me to stop. It wasn't stopping. And when I did, and I finally got conscious again, I looked up at him and I had absolutely no idea who he was. I had oh my goodness. No idea who I was. I had no idea that I had children. I had no idea that I, where I was. Um, everything was discombobulated and I ended up having brain trauma in the pons region of my brain, which is where all of your memories are stored. And also mm -hmm. the frontal lobe of my brain where all of your communication, like that's your communication, your coordination, like your frontal lobe is pretty important. Um, <clears throat> so it took us on, on a whole different path that we never expected that we'd have to go on. Um, it Gosh, wow. I don't even know where to, yeah, I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> well, that is crazy because, I mean, if you think about it, like, why would in the Pond Center, why would memories and communication be so, like, that was not a good design. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like gotta go somewhere. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, we could add this little annex on over here, put it here. So, this is indicative of how the hustle and grind, when you have a chronic condition, it, I think it's proof, really, that if this is you, you have a chronic condition, even if, you know, I'm not going to say even if, but if you have a disability, too, that, that needs uh, checking on. So my disability is uh, occasional paralysis, burning, tingling, numbness, and uh, feeling like I got hit by a truck, right? Mm -hmm. So... And everybody has different things. I know people with lupus, um, you know, people with MS. We know people with uh, Ehlers, Danlos, I'm saying that wrong, Danlos syndrome, EDS, sorry to um, my EDS people. But anyways, this is case in point that you can't work in the same way as the rest of the quote unquote hustle and grind population. No. You have to make your own rules, don't you? You absolutely have to make your own rules. And it, unfortunately, I had to learn the hard way, right? Because I'm very um, I'm very stuck. Like, I can do this. I don't want anything to stop me. I don't want to be, I'm, I'm not a victim, right? And I never want to be a victim, especially, you know, not of any kind of circumstance, not my health, not my relationships. There's nothing about me that I want to be fall a victim to. And so I, I was very big on that to the point where I didn't take care of myself in the way that I, I needed to take care of myself. And it, it had some serious consequences. Um, you know, in the end, they were, they were the best thing that ever happens, right? Cause everything is always working for us, but yeah, it was, it was rough. <laughs> yeah. When, when you don't listen to life and it just kind of like bitch slaps you upside the face, like I said, we're doing this. And you're like, Oh, Okay. All right, I'm listening now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you want other entrepreneurs to know who are feeling, you know, there's this, there's this environment of comparison, you know, someone's doing this, so-and-so has that many followers, look at how their sanitized life is going for them, whatever, minds, you know, struggle, hustle, blah, blah, blah. What do you want other entrepreneurs that are in similar shoes to know? 
Well, first off, stop. <laughs> stop the comparison. Uh, everyone is in their own story, right? Everyone has an amazing story. And if you try to be like anyone else, then you're robbing yourself from your story, right? Yeah. And you are exactly where you need to be. And we don't know why. We don't know the hows or the whys of what we go through. But what I do know is that everything is always working for us. In one way or another, things are always working for us. And I live my life knowing that things are always working for me. And so if you're you're on the, like, don't let, you don't have to let anything define you, right? Your sickness isn't your identity. It's not who you are. Um who you are is absolutely amazing and perfect because I truly believe every single one of us, we were created, you know, my, I don't know the faith or whatever, but I believe that we were created in the image of greatness and uh, as creators and that you are innately great, just exactly how you are and who you are and that everything that you're going through can be used in a very powerful way to impact other people's lives. So stop the comparison and whatever it is that you're going through, use that is share your story. That was one of the most powerful things that, you know, my husband and I have done is just to be super authentic with people. Like this is what happened. You know, we had built a successful agency and all of a sudden I have these huge seizures. And I, at, at that point I was just, I was just on another podcast and talking like I, I felt like who would ever want to hire me? Yeah. And who would ever want to work with me ever again after I just went through this and I have this these brain problems and I'm having seizures and you know I, I thought that nobody would ever want to work with me again. But it was when I put myself out there and I shared authentically with what was happening, people rallied around and lifted me up. And that's you sharing your story and what you're going through is probably the most powerful thing that you can ever do. It is so powerful. And I think people don't assign the right amount of weight to that power. They just go, well, it's my story. Mm -hmm. And what does it matter? But your story helps move other people. And it, for me, it's like, okay, then my pain has a purpose. Mm -hmm. And it, it's helpful to know what that purpose is. And I love that you're telling people just to stop, stop in the moment. But I know you're human too. I'm human. I've had, you know, a couple of rough days this week where I've been like, oh, I'm so frustrated right now. I just want things to move forward. And I know we're in our perfect time. When you get in those head spaces, what do you do to move yourself into, you know, more acceptance and greater calm that everything is unfolding exactly as it's supposed to be. Again, stop. No, <laughs> actually, that's what I do. I stop. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I have picked up, you know, one of my biggest parts of my healing has been yoga. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, you got to go do a huge fold in half, crazy, flexible thing. But I'm big. If I don't move, I will lose my body and my my mobility is a big part of, of me and my, my self-care and my journey. And so for me, I'd say yoga has changed my life. So anytime I feel like I'm inadequate in any way or, you know, there's a lot of pressure going on, I have to get all of this stuff done and I can't because I don't feel good. Like there's so many, I go to my yoga mat and whether it's just like a, you know, calm, I'm a big on meditation and I'm big on yoga. And those two things have absolutely saved my life multiple times in those exact situations. So it's good to just stop yourself from overthinking because ultimately, you know, the only thing that's ever limiting us and stopping us is ourselves. Yeah. And so if we can, you know, stop the thoughts and really just get 
back to basics and, you know, go meditate. And I'll recommend yoga to everything and everyone, you know, even if you are unable to walk, you can, mm-hmm. you know, get into that space of quiet and uh, refreshment and get back into the present because the past you cannot change the future. We have no control over, but being in the present moment of, of just stopping and seeing objectively where you are and what needs to be done has been super helpful for me. Yeah, that is amazing. I love how you encapsulated that because it's like, I read something this week that humans are designed to have quiet spaces. Mm. Like this is in our makeup. So if we go back to the beginning of time when uh, there was no Wi-Fi, there were no cell phones, there was no nothing, we could get away. And and there's a reason for that. And so we've kind of we've kind of flipped it on its head. Like uh, the more successful I am, the more bothered I am. The more people that reach out to me, the more people that can find me, the more interactions I have. And we've lost that success from the standpoint of I'm successful in myself and taking care of myself by creating space for me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what you're. I think that's what you're talking about. Is that you know, the other thing is like, you can't just create, 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 and go, 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 go. No. You like, Burn what? yourself out. That's yes. how it started, started manifesting for me in seizures. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know how it can manifest for other, it'll manifest in different ways for different people. I don't know how, but I can tell you that it will. It will shut you down. It mm-hmm. will shut you down, especially if you have a condition, your body will be like, I said, we're done now. Yeah. You're at, you're absolutely done now. So we have to start defending that space in our day. But the other thing is like, you can come off as sounding insane if you don't, (laughs) if you don't shut off, you know, like I'm going to just, I'm going to keep writing. I'm going to write 20 pages and 30 pages. And then now I don't even know what I'm writing and nothing makes sense. And I can't, because you don't have the perspective anymore. We are lacking perspective. Mm. Yeah. That's big. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on this journey, which has been, this is a journey of having the rug ripped out from under you. And you had a choice of how you reacted. You could like hold on to that rug and be like, no, you're not going anywhere. Or you could say, all right, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to pay attention to this. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for all of it. Yeah, All of it. I don't know if I couldn't necessarily pinpoint one specific thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if I hadn't, gotten diagnosed with RSD, if I hadn't dislocated my hips seven years ago, I never would have started my business. Had I never started my business, I never would have met my husband. Right. And, you know, the seizures, had I not overworked myself to death, uh, those seizures were really powerful. When I came out of it, when I had no memories, you know, another thing that I didn't remember was all the limiting beliefs that I ever had. I mean, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Blank slate. slate. When you're, when you're talking about no memories, I don't remember like my kids and all that. I didn't remember the only thing I knew, like, this is the craziest thing. So I literally thought for a minute that I was like an alien that had come onto this planet to help human evolution. And that was the only wow. thing that I knew. And that was the only thing that I had to go by and to go on. And so I, yeah, I'm grateful for all of it. 
So because of that, you know, as I was relearning my life, I was able to put systems together that have not only helped me, it's helped my clients, um, it's helped our business, it's helped my relationships with my children and my relationships with my husband. Like Everything has played a huge purpose. And I am so grateful for every single piece of it. Um, I don't know if I can necessarily say just one thing. Wow, that's amazing. You literally wiped your programming. Yeah. You know, you like you wiped your hard drive and returned to factory conditions. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, no, that's terrible. But for me, I was like, no, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, there, is there, this is the thing that we try to encourage people to think about. Is there only ever a bad event or is there only ever a good event? Can that even exist? Or do we have to exist in tandem with, well, here's this gift and this has to happen. Okay, great. That's a wonderful gift. But in order for this to happen, you have to lose this. Mm. Yeah. You know, and uh, for me, I'd be like, if you could wipe my fear of spiders, that'd be super great because <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say as my brain started healing. So I went, uh, my husband and I, we went on a very, like a very intense journey that I'm a very holistic healer. Again, um, when I went to doctors and I wasn't getting better and I didn't start getting better until I started going the holistic route and, you know, the diet and the, you know, so me and him, we went very obsessed with how the brain works and what we needed to do to be able to heal myself. Um, and I totally, and this is, you know, as we go, I'm like, totally just lost track of what I was saying, but that's kind of a, that happens. I hear you. That happens all the time. It it's called, the time. Most, yeah, yeah that's what absolutely. It is. You either have what you have, or you have Lyme disease, or you have MS, or you have some other, you know, and so then you just lose it. You're like, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll, and then there's the roll. There it went. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. You just have to let it go. So if you could go back in time and you could see the changes that were happening, what would you do differently? Mm. Like before the seizure started? Mm -hmm. As you're seeing some of these, were you seeing signs that you were getting overwhelmed or something was happening with your body that you needed to address? You know, I really didn't. Wow. I really didn't. Not until literally I was, my face started burning. I can't even remember the exact day. I remember where we were. We were down in Florida. Um, we were just finished off a sales call and I was, I think going to get a cup of coffee or something. And I came back in and then all of a sudden my face just started burning. Um, I could just feel like these little tingles underneath my nose and under my eyes. And I just slipped out of my body and, oh. um, you know, I, I, from then I was gone when the story that I hear my husband share is that I just was started seizing on the floor. He called 911. He had to resuscitate me. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, looking back, one of the, if I could have done anything different, if I wanted to, at this point, I, I wouldn't do anything different. I'd have it go exactly the way it went because it really was the most powerful thing. Um, and the best thing that ever happened to us in the long run. But looking back, if I had to share anything, it would be to have a team of people around me that were supportive and understandive of me and that I was willing to let go of some of my work to let other people handle that for me. Because I think the overwhelm of trying to do it all was ultimately what happened. So are we too deep in the hustle sometimes to have that perspective and say, this is eating me alive? We can be. 
-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, when we're on a mission and we, you know, this is something, you know, building my business ever since, you know, I started back in the hospital bed, I just got this, this drive. It was like a a calling, even I'll call it that it was a calling. This is, Mm -hmm. I knew ever since I was a little girl, I'd speak to nations. I never knew that sounded so big to me. I'm like, I'm not going to yes, what if I didn't know what that looked like, how that was ever going to happen. Right. And uh, it, it was just, yeah, that's it. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard to accept those things about yourself though. You know, so I totally get it. But I think this underscores the point that self-care, one, needs a redefinition. Mm -hmm. And two, it's something that we can't afford not to be preventative anymore. No. We can't. We need to say, it is okay that I need these things. It is okay that I need my time structured in this way. It is okay that I need my energy structured in this way, that I reinforce my boundaries that I that I do these things to take care of the other pieces of me besides paying the bills, shoving food in my face, um, and you know, showing up for my kids and showing up for my husband. We have to show up for ourselves. Big time. Yeah. Big time. And I think you hit a word that uh, all of this has conditioned me to be very to be much very powerful in, and that's boundaries and setting boundaries for yourself. Um, I am adamant about boundaries that I, they don't even try to break them. This is what it is. I take three hours in the morning when I get out of bed. I don't want to look at social media. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about business, nothing. I want to do my yoga. I want to meditate. I'm going to do my brain training. I'm going to do my reading. I'm going to like my time, three hours. I, if it's too long, sorry, I'm a diva. Don't care. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love that so much. Like I, I will be there when I am ready. Yes. And I will present myself at that time. Yes. And now it's also gotten to a point, my husband and I, we have a code word. Like if we're on, you know, we do a lot of podcasting, we do a lot of interviews nowadays and do a lot of things. And if my well being, my health well being is in any way, because I can feel my brain will start, it just starts burning. And I have a hard time thinking and I get super duper, like just really wiped out, tired. And, you know, we just have a code word now. And he, he immediately, like no questions asked, go, go lay down, you know, Yep. Yep. go lay down, period. Um, You know, and that's very structured. We also have a big boundary that I won't get on a call with anyone unless I have 24 hours in advance, like, because I don't, it's not that. Yeah, I don't really like surprises. I love surprises, but in my schedule, because of the boundaries that I have set up for my well-being, I can't just, if someone hops on the phone, it's like, oh, well, hey, do you have a couple of minutes? Like, do you have an hour or so we can chat? And I'm like, no, I don't. I could tomorrow. You know, I'm prepped for tomorrow, but I've just set that boundary that 24 hours, you know, it's my mom or my kids or something like I always, of course, you make time for your family. Uh, But as far as like business wise, or, you know, I've set up very strict boundaries that I have had to maintain. And, you know, people ultimately at first, I was like, I don't think people are going to like this, but I've gotten to the point that ultimately I didn't care. And what I found is that people actually respect you more for having them. And there's more to building a business than building revenue. There's building a business lifestyle for yourself as well to say, this is the business that I want. Mm -hmm. Not this is the business I have to put up with because it looks like everybody else's business. This is truly redefining your success. So this week, 
Um, I'm working with an energy healer and coach, Wendy Lindenmuth, and she is one of SickBiz's only certified coaches. Um, and she's forcing me to put in two hour blocks of time for resting only. Like I'm not like I'm done, like put the phone down, no social, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I really struggled with that. I was like, you know what I could be doing during these two hours, but that's not what your body needs. And we're so programmed to say, oh, it's so bad that my body needs this. Damn it, body. Can you wait a minute? You know, that type of a thing, but you can do it. You can implement and make your business absolutely anything you want it to be. Well, that's why you have a business. That's why it's your yeah, business. Yeah. Uh, that's the that's ultimately the goal is you get to define what your day looks like. You get to define your life, right? You get to define your business, what you want to do. And like, this is all you and what you want. I think that's the greatest part about being an entrepreneur and having a business is that you get to define, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to look like somebody else. If someone wants to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and hustle and grind themselves to death until like two o'clock at the next morning. Ugh. Good for them. That doesn't mean I have to, you know, no. often, you know, that's something that kind of irks me is people almost put you down on social media if you don't do that. Yes. So I like to be that voice. Like, you know what? I don't do that. I'm not up at four o'clock in the morning. In fact, I won't touch social media until about 10. And guess what? I have a successful business. I don't need to be like you. You go on with your your hustle and grind. I'm going with ease and flow and, and having a life that works for me. Because at this point, it's like a life or death. I have to. Yeah. At this point, I love it that way. I don't want it any other way. <laughs> no. So you don't have to drink anybody else's Kool-Aid. You can drink your own Kool-Aid, which That's by right. the way is like really bad for you. I, so exactly, don't, I don't really drink Kool-Aid. I drink alkaline <laughs> water. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no Kool-Aid or fast food. Seriously. <laughs> like I, I would just be like, oh, I guess I'm starving today. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, Holly, you're amazing. And I'm so overjoyed to be working with you. And what I want people to know is that you're helping sick visitors too, because we are developing out of the donation from Tom Beards, who is a former soap opera star. He played uh, Philip Chancellor III on The Young and the Restless. And now he's an artist and he's a very well-known artist, but we swapped services. I helped to edit his book and he created a painting so that it could be auctioned off and have um, the amount given to SickBiz to help build out more resources for our SickBizers. And you and your husband, Chad, are doing that with us. And so I'm so delighted that you're on here sharing your story and that you're in the mission with us. And I'm, I'm really honored. I'm really honored. Like truly, the other day after we got off the phone, I cried. Even now my eyes are watering. I cried because nothing that you guys, like anyone listening, the things that you're going through, there's nothing that ever goes to waste. Everything that you're going through has a purpose behind it. And whether you see it or not at the moment, just have that trust that some way, somehow, and I've always said some way, somehow, if my experience can even touch just one person's life, I it's all been worth it for me. And so when you came to us and, and asked for our help, I was like immediately was yes. Like I felt like this was, you know, one of the many reasons why that, you know, I have a heart for people who have gone through, you know, that they're going, that they're in pain and that they're going through things that normal, I say this in like quotes, but like normal people don't get or don't understand. And I do. 
I totally get it. I totally understand. And so it's an honor for me to be able to help you put this all together. Truly, with all my heart, I mean that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. Where can people reach you? Yeah. So uh, you can go to my husband's name is Chad. We do. We, he is my business partner for life in all different areas. So you can go grab our book at chadandholly.com. Um, and that will direct you for, for both of us. And the whole book is really about creating your business without the stress and the overwhelm. Um, and, and it's exactly, it's very, very aligned with the things that you're doing. I'm really excited for, for you and what you've been what you're going through as well. So I think that's probably the best. Or if you're on Instagram, you can just look up Holly Oxted. I'm, I play on Instagram all the time. It's one of my favorite places to be. Oh, fun. Awesome. Well, thank you again for being on. And um, we'll have this information for everybody embedded within uh, the blog podcast as well. So we always make sure that we repurpose this podcast into a blog to provide any information um, to the listeners who you're want to get in touch with And I want to thank you for everything that you're doing. It's really making an impact with people. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day. It is the quiet voice. You've seen that meme. It is the voice that sneaks out between the tears rolling down your cheeks. It is the voice that can drown out anxiety in the train in the background. (laughs) It is the voice that pushes you to love yourself. Holly Oxted is intertwining her mission to help people arrive in their business as she directs them to their purpose and their center. You can make a difference in what you are doing every day. You get to press the do over button. Look at it like that. Not everybody gets a chance to do that. You can even enjoy your life more after tragic events that seem designed to strip you of everything you know about yourself. Most importantly, you can show up as you. Holly and her husband, Chad, help people every day to structure profitable systems in their businesses to reach more people so they can reach more people and more people ad infinitum. You know how to reach her if you want to work with her, chadandholly.com. Since you're already listening to this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple iTunes. And even if you hate the show, do it anyway. We we believe in transparency and integrity, so we'll never ask you to do what you're not comfortable doing. Hopefully, you love it. Let's find the light within us that we are all looking for as chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and remote workers, and let's keep paying it forward. That's it for today's episode of Sick Biz Buzz. Until next time, be well. <laughs>